Hello, my wonderful podcast friends. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Dahl, where we help make health, weight loss, and wellness simple, achievable, and sustainable. And today we're talking about the trade-offs of quick weight loss. Before I dive into the episode, though, I wanted to make sure you knew our big announcement. Yes, I have a big announcement. <laughs> Drum roll, please. Our popular Ditch the Diet Challenge is officially ready for you to sign up. It is our free challenge where we help you ditch the diet mentality and diet behaviors and learn the weight loss without dieting method so that you can achieve health and weight loss and your goals without ever being stuck in that vicious, failed cycle of dieting again. You know what I'm talking about, the restriction, the binge, the sabotage, all of that. We're going to teach you how to get out of that and also how to learn to start working with your body and learn to love your body and achieve those results that you want. I'm so excited for this. If you've done this before with us, if you've been part of this challenge before, it is completely different. We've changed a whole bunch of things. We've improved it. So please join us for the challenge. We'd love to have you invite your friends. We always do things better together, right? Everything is kicking off September 18th. Like I said, it's a free challenge. We will be doing live trainings. You get access to all of the replays of the live trainings. If you can't join us, we'll have some fun prizes, a fun community. This is a really great big event that we love to put on and help you truly for good ditch the diet without giving up on those goals and without losing control around food. So I'm really excited to kick this off. Again, we start September 18th. All you have to do to sign up is just go to a womanofwellness.com forward slash challenge. Everything link is in the show notes. Um, and then you'll just get an email with all of the details and everything you need to know. So I hope that you'll join us. I'm really excited to get that kicked off. Let's jump into our episode today. Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself, beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself, and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. 
let's talk about the pressure that we face to lose weight and lose it fast. Do you ever feel like that? This, this, this pressure of, I have to lose this weight. It most often comes as a result of some sort of outside pressure, right? We have an event coming up, a particular date of something happening, right? Or like, it's my 40th birthday, I should be here. Or, right, we kind of have these deadlines. So it comes with this outside pressure of I'm going on a vacation, I have a high school reunion, I have this coming up and I have to look better than I do now, right? Or I have to change um, what I look like. And so there's that outside pressure. We also have an inner pressure. Maybe we have a hatred or a dislike for our bodies. So it comes from this, like, I just have to get out of this body, right? This desperation to change my body. It's really easy to see then that we we have these continual pressures on ourselves um, to lose the weight and lose it fast. Well, why do we do this? Why do we do this? First things first, you probably know this, but we are just a, a society of instant gratification, right? We've become accustomed to getting what we want and now. <laughs> I even think, I was thinking back the other day, you know, just about Amazon and how quickly you can get things. Like sometimes I can order something and it'll be there the same exact day. And I was thinking about my childhood. We didn't have Amazon. <laughs> we, that wasn't a thing. Um, and I still remember like my mom would ask us in like September or October what we wanted for Christmas. Or like we'd start our lists way in advance. You know, you'd be like, oh, I definitely want that for Christmas. And we'd have to wait months to get something. And it's just so interesting. I mean, we're grateful that we have a society that we can, you know, get things that we need. And of course, I think there's some benefits there. But I think we also have to look at it as we just are accustomed to being able to get what we want when we want. And so we want that instant gratification. And that's no different with weight loss, right? All of the programs, there's so many programs out there that promise quick weight loss. So it makes it really easy. Like you could go anywhere and find a program that's like drop 30 pounds in 30 days or whatever, right? Like there, are, if, if you want to lose it, there is a program that will promise it, right? So they kind of make it easy for you. <laughs> Follow this plan, do what we say, and this is what will happen. And so it's just really easy. Like you can just go find a program that you want that will meet your needs. If you want to lose 30 pounds in 30 days, if you want to lose 10 pounds in two weeks, whatever, there's something out there for you. So it's kind of that outside pressure or that outside like availability, right? Of this is available to me and that's exactly what I want. I have something coming up and I've got to change really fast. Well, I'm going to jump on that, right? Other reasons we do this. We're desperate to get out of our bodies. We talked about that already. Sometimes we get to the point like maybe we see the scale at a number we've never seen before. I get a lot of that from women that are like, I can't see the, I can't see the number go up anymore. Like 
I, I can't see that number. I, it's like this, um, it makes you freeze almost like you get on the scale and then you don't want to eat forever because maybe you've never seen that number or maybe you're just like, that's a number I never thought I'd get to. And I'm here and I couldn't possibly let that number change or go up, you know? So we get this desperation of like, I've got to do something now. Like I have to do something now and it's got to be drastic because I cannot see that number go any higher. And if you feel that, I know those emotions are real and raw and, um, just know that, you know, emotions are allowed around here and it's okay. It's okay to feel those feelings. Um, and my goal around here is to help you work through those feelings so that we're not in a place of desperation and shaming our bodies to change. Other reasons. Um, one thing that I was kind of thinking of is that there's a weight norm that we've decided upon. So we kind of have a, we have a societal norm, right? Like these are acceptable body sizes or weights or BMIs, right? I mean, we have, we they come from all different angles. They come from like social influence. They come from, you know, potentially like family influence. They come from medical influence too, right? If someone has said your, your BMI is too high or your numbers are off the charts or whatever, we, we get into the space of like, there has to be a particular norm or like look, right? A particular look. I need to look this way in order to be accepted or to be healthy or whatever. So it comes from all different places. Again, I mentioned earlier, we talked about the outside pressure and the inner pressure, right? Um, It comes from both of those, but either way, like we have created in our minds what norm normal should be or what we should be based on some of those outside influences or potentially where we have been before, okay? And the last kind of reason that one of the, I mean, there's probably more, but when I was thinking about it, like, why do we do this? There's a big pressure to not fluctuate, for our bodies to not fluctuate as well. So, Sometimes we go through different seasons of life that change our bodies, right? I mean, physiologically, we have some like puberty and menopause and childbirth and all these things, right? There are certain seasons and life stages that cause us to fluctuate in our bodies. Um, There's also seasons of grief and loss and pain and overwhelm and overwork and like we might be in survival mode or, or whatever and, and our bodies are going to fluctuate. Sometimes we gain the weight, sometimes we lose the weight, right? And there's this pressure that comes to, to be like, I can't change. It needs to always be the same. So we get so attached to a particular number and we are not allowed for it to fluctuate here and there. We're not allowed to be in a certain stage. The easiest one I can think of, because this is the one that is probably the most common, is like postpartum, right? Or pregnancy. Um, Sometimes there's that pressure to be a certain size after three months or six months or whatever, right? I am fully convinced that it takes four years to recover from having a baby. (laughs) So if you needed anyone to justify anything for you, I'm here to tell you, I swear it takes four years. Uh, um, anyway, so 
you have that pressure that you can't go up and down or like menopause, right? Our bodies change significantly in menopause, but there's this pressure to be like, no, my, my stomach is growing. It couldn't possibly do that. But the reality is like fat patterns change in menopause and metabolisms change in menopause. And I just think there's this, I mean, the best word I can use is pressure, right? It's pressure to not be okay with sometimes there are seasons and it's okay and there's seasons of change and there's seasons of staying the same and you know and we just get this pressure to I've got to lose it fast if I gained it because I was going through grief or if I gained it because I you know I went through health struggles um it's okay it's okay So let's kind of talk a little bit then, let's kind of get into the trade-offs of quick weight loss. Because I'm not going to say that it's all bad, right? I mean, we really try to take a neutral perspective here toward, toward everything, right? Because there are benefits to everything. Like we can look at both sides and we don't have to, we don't have to place blame fully on one side or the other. So Let's take a minute and say, okay, well, quick weight loss is right. Like restriction, dieting, um, eliminating things from your diet, increasing exercise, uh, extreme kind of methods, right? What, what are the benefits here? Well, it works, right? Like if you've been on a diet or you've done the overhaul, you usually lose the weight, as long as you follow it, right? So it works, and then I'm going to put in parentheses for a time. So we have to understand that it works. Because I have a lot of women that come to me and they're like, well, I tried this diet and it worked for me. And I'm like, well, what are you doing here then, <laughs> right? It works for a time. I don't say it that way, I, you know, <laughs> but like it's one of those things where if we if we really get honest with ourselves, like, what am I doing here? Right. If, if it worked for me, so it does work, it does work for a time. And if you're like, Hey, I want to lose weight for this vacation and you follow the plan and then you lose the weight for vacation. Well, it worked for you. Right. And so it's really easy to go back to some of those methods because of, um, the outcome. The other benefit here is we really don't have to think about it, right? We sign up for a plan and we follow it. Sometimes the plan is fully written for us. You know, a lot of times it's just easy. We don't have to think about it. And I hear a lot of times women say, you know, food freedom to me is just never having to think about food. And, you know, we dive into that because the reality is, is food, it has to be part of our lives. It's a, it's it's a life-sustaining part of our lives, right? So to never think about it again, they haven't come out with like an IV that gives you all the nutrition you'd ever need for life. (laughs) I mean, they're getting close. I know there's some popular, um, there's a diet out there right now that you're, um, you have a feeding tube. Yeah. So I guess they have, but it kind of takes the fun out of life, right? Um, and also, you could never get all the nutrients in the way that you need them that way. And it's also a weight loss plan and it's really low calories. So don't go looking for it. Um, but 
you know, the, it really is a benefit that, you know, I just don't have to think about it, especially if you have a messy relationship with food. You just follow the plan and you get the outcome that you want. You get the results. And that is kind of nice to not have to think like, what should I eat? What shouldn't I eat? Is this going to help me lose weight? Like sometimes that takes some brain power. So understandable, understandable that we're turning to these quick weight loss methods to get the results we want because there are some benefits here. Well, what are some of the, what I might consider non-benefits, right? Um, Well, it usually requires a life overhaul. So you have to restrict a whole bunch of things. You have to, you know, it affects maybe what you're eating out and about. It affects your ability to maybe go to things or attend events or, you know, what your family's eating versus what you're eating. So it really does a lot of times require you to like completely change the way that you eat and exercise. Um, and it's a lot. And I wanted to add the parentheses here too. It requires a life overhaul parentheses for a time, right? So we justify it saying we can do it quote for a time. Oh, I can grin and bear it for 30 days or 60 days. I can do this. I can do this. I have this goal, like, right. And so we have to overhaul everything. Um, and we justify it saying, okay, it's just 30 days. I could do this. Right. But then what happens is we reach a stuck point. (laughs) We, maybe we reach a stuck point in it and we don't see the results that we want. Or the most common place to reach a stuck point is at the end of the diet. Uh, what do I do now? (laughs) Right. So we can follow it really well. And when we're on it, we we might be compliant, although another non-benefit could be that sometimes it can be hard to follow, right? Um, and so we reach a stuck point at some point and maybe we binge, you know, we've restricted for so long and then we binge and then again, it it worked only for a time and maybe you didn't even make it to the goal that you had for for yourself. So the realities here of quick weight loss is, is that it happens, it happens fast, right? It can get you kind of quote through that event, right? Of uh, the, the event that you have or the, the thing that you were trying to lose the weight for. Um, it also disappears fast, right? Like it usually comes back if you're not continuing it, which a lot of times it's hard to continue because it requires a big change rapidly. We have a life overhaul. The other realities here are that you don't always know how to keep it going, just like we talked about. You will see a metabolism drop. You will. The reality of weight loss is that you are in a ne- negative or in a calorie deficit. Um, and so you will see your metabolism drop. And if you don't know how to support that, or if you restrict too much, then you're stuck in this space of, well, as soon as I start bringing calories back in, I'm just going to gain weight because my metabolism has dropped and it's, it's just there. Like it's not going up. Right. Um, it's hard to keep up just like we talked about. It's really hard to keep doing that, especially if someone offers you a cookie or, you know, it's your birthday or, you know, something like that. It's hard to keep up that extreme restriction approach. 
Um, one thing that maybe you didn't think about, but you might, this might trigger some memories for you is maybe you get praised for your weight. So there's this pressure to maintain it. How often if we lose the weight, do we get told like, Hey, awesome. You look so good. So then your brain has connected to like, Oh, I look good at this weight. So there's that pressure to maintain it. So we have to go quick, right? We got to get quickly back to that because that's the place that I'm acceptable or, or whatever. It's not always the answer to hating your body. That's the reality. When I, then I, right? So often it's a when I, then I, when I lose the weight, then I will buy the clothes. Then I will feel good in my body. Then my body will be worthy of dot, dot, dot reality here is that a lot of women and maybe you're one of them have lost a lot of weight and still don't love their bodies and still struggle in their bodies it's not always the answer to being unhappy in your body also another reality is a lack of consistent weight right you're constantly yo-yoing with with dieting methods. We're constantly like gaining and losing and gaining and losing. And sometimes it's gaining more and then losing and then gaining more, right? You just feel like you're on this, like this, it's just yo-yo. It just, you can't stay consistent with it. Okay. Let's shift the narrative here for a minute. Um, because as you know, I, I want to support you with long-term weight loss. I think that's what you truly want, right? Um, we want it to stay. We don't want to just lose the weight and it, to gain it back, right? Like the goal is that it stays. And so I want to talk a little bit about now the realities of successful long-term weight loss, right? If, if you make it last, if you successfully lose the weight and it stays off, the reality is, is it happens slower, it happens slower than the quick weight loss, right? It's just, it, that's just part of it. It's less timeline based. It can be hard to be consistent or sometimes you feel like you're not making any progress, right? Slower weight loss, especially like from a physiology perspective, like the, the most weight you can realistically lose every weight and this would be pushing it pretty hard, um, would be about two pounds a week. So sometimes when you see that scale, two pounds is very insignificant a lot of times. So if you see a half, a, like if there's a half a pound down, that's that's very significant in like the physio, physiology world of weight loss, right? Of like, yeah, look at you, you're doing it. But because our weight fluctuates so much, like it's it's hard to see. And also it's really hard to look at the scale and not see a big number. So it can feel a little bit hard to be consistent with it. It also requires learning of skills, right? You might have to learn how nutrition principles and learn how to balance your food and learn how to honor your hunger and fullness, right? It requires you to listen to your body. And in a society where we're go, go, going all the time, sometimes 
we're not very good at listening to our bodies, right? So it does require us to stop and say, hey, I'm hungry, I should eat. Instead of I'm going to skip all these meals and then like binge at dinner and after dinner because I didn't, I was so over hungry, right? Um, there's a bit of science to it to protect metabolism. So it, it does require a little bit of, um, a little bit of tweaking here and there to protect your metabolism from dropping. So you kind of have to understand how that works and how metabolism works when you're in a calorie deficit that helps you maintain the weight loss and all of that. Another thing is it's not linear, meaning it's not perfect. In a plan or more of a a lab-based situation, right? Where it's like, I follow this and I get this outcome. It's a little easier to see like these things kind of follow suit, right? If you're eating a thousand calories a day, like you're gonna lose weight and it's probably gonna be pretty consistent for a while, for a time, remember. But, you know, long-term weight loss is not always linear in that like you may fluctuate a little bit um, because, your life fluctuates and you're learning how to incorporate weight loss into habits into your life, okay? So truthfully, the thing that no one wants to admit or believe is that successful long-term weight loss takes time, okay? That's the reality and the truth is it's not always glamorous. There's a lot of work that sometimes goes on behind the scenes that you don't always see on the outside. It's really easy when you, you know, drop 20 pounds really quickly. Someone can can physically see that pretty easily, right? But when you're working on potentially a half pound a week or, you know, a few pounds a month, which is sustainable weight loss method, like that's great, right? We don't we don't say it that way because we don't want to, but like it that's a really great approach and that's a, I would consider that successful. It's not glamorous. We don't always see the little changes until we kind of look at the big picture. And I was kind of thinking as I was thinking about this, like how do we then, how do we then like want to go this route? Because it might feel a little bit like, well, why would I want to do this, right? Like, why would I be into that? Um, and I kind of want to bring in some of the popular weight loss programs that you've seen. The best one I could come up with was The Biggest Loser about how they just overhauled everything overnight. They moved into these like you know, special apartments. They had a trainer 24-7. They were exercising multiple times per day. They had someone cooking their meals for them, right? And I remember they they once, I don't think they did it very often because it wouldn't help them out, but sometimes you would get little sneak peeks into like, where is this person now? And they had gained most of the weight back because they didn't learn how to incorporate these changes into their everyday lifestyle, right? Their everyday lifestyle wasn't about a gym and they didn't have a chef. And um, we we have to understand that like long-term weight loss is really 
about learning to create sustainable habits. And it can be enjoyable because you're living the life that you want to live, right? I'm not saying it's miserable or anything like that. It's just not glamorous on a billboard. Hey, let's lose weight. It's going to take you some time, (laughs) right? Like it just, it wouldn't, it wouldn't sell very much. But the reality is, is you're here because you don't want to play the yo-yo game. You don't want to lose the weight and then gain it back, right? So what do we do? What do we do? Well, first things first, we have to decide on the true goal. If you do want to, you know, like if you ask yourself, do I really want the weight to stay off or am I just good dropping it for events? Like, I don't care what your answer is. It doesn't, there's no right or wrong answer here, but maybe you're just like, Hey, I'm good. Just living the lifestyle I'm living and going on a diet when I need it for something like great. They're out there. And you know, I will not be offended if you're like, that's the route I'm going to go. Great. It's okay. Um, but we really have to decide, is the true goal that I want the weight to stay off? And ultimately, I want you to ask yourself, what is the deeper goal here? What is the deeper goal that is masked by the phrase weight loss? What do you want weight loss to bring you? What will weight loss give you? What are the deeper emotions? I just want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. Well, what is that? Does that, does that mean you want to feel more confident in your body? Does that mean you want to feel accepted? You want to be able to do the things that you love? You want to participate in life? You want to feel more energy? You want to show up in this way? There are deeper reasons. And those are more important than just weight loss, right? So we have to really decide on the true goal. Am I looking to keep this off and why? What will this give me? What will weight loss bring me? It's not just about weight loss because I've told you, I've had so many women come to me and say, I lost the weight and I don't feel any better in my body. It's about more, okay? Second thing. So we first decide on the true goal here and get ourselves into that space. Second, find the sweet spot. What do I mean by this? We need to find the balance between outcomes and the process. What do, what, how, how do I explain this or what do I mean? So often weight loss programs are focused on the outcome. I get, I see the weight on the scale. I see the circumference. I see the body fat. I see the number, right? But we forget about the process it takes to get that outcome. And one of the things I teach all my clients and students is learning to celebrate the process and focus on the process. So I have an outcome of weight loss. I want to lose 20 pounds. The process here is I'm going to exercise daily. I'm going to honor my hunger and fullness to 80% full, right? Like I'm going to follow some of these process habits, these habits, and my goal is an outcome of weight loss. When we're in a weight loss stage, sometimes we just have to surrender the outcome. We don't always have control over the outcome. Sometimes things change all of the above, right? 
So we have to look at not just the outcome, but like, what am I doing in the process? We've got to look for some of these other success indicators as well. We don't need to make it all about weight. There are other things. Maybe you change your nutrition and you all, you start to feel better, right? Or you're able to do more or you feel like your body's changing, even if the scale doesn't show that significant of a number to you. So we have to find that sweet spot between kind of surrendering to the outcome, like setting the goal, holding to the outcome goal, but focusing on the process and focusing on other success indicators that we're changing and life is better um, beyond just a number on a scale, beyond just the weight loss. It's also about our lifestyle. We've got to find the sweet spot between working toward that goal and living the lifestyle of wellness. Because if we're always focused on that end goal, we're never going to get there, right? We're always, we're always short. Instead, we can say, look at what I'm doing. Look at what I'm working on. Look at how far I've come. And still holding to the goal that you have while enjoying the process. That's how weight loss can be simple and enjoyable. Third, acceptance. Okay. We have to accept that we're going to do it a different way than we have before. You've got to choose your path and say, I'm not going back to dieting. And we have to accept that it's not going to look as fast, right? Or as drastic as it did before. And I think it's important, right? There is some, there's potentially some grief factor here of like, okay, this isn't going to look the way it has looked in the past. And that's the only way I've ever known. Or that's the way I've only, I've lost weight really fast. And we kind of have to accept like, hey, I'm choosing to do weight loss without dieting and I'm okay with that and I understand the realities that come with it, right? The goal is that it's long-term happiness, right? Long-term maintenance, long-term fulfillment because I have a, a lifestyle of health and wellness and we have to come to a place of acceptance for that. We also need to learn some things. We need to learn the method of long-term weight loss and maintenance and we teach you that in the academy, or if you want to coach one-on-one with me, like, how do I lose weight without dieting? Maybe you've never done it before, right? We have to learn because a lot of times these methods aren't popularized. There's not. And so we have to learn how to balance nutrition and movement and lifestyle and stress and all of these things um, in a way that, that fits the lifestyle we want to live. And then ultimately, persistence. We work on changing your habits a little at a time and we see that change occur. And we had a call in our wellness academy a few weeks ago and I I loved it because one of our members just said, you know, it's interesting to look back. Like when you're in it, sometimes you don't feel like there's a lot of change. But she's like, when I look back over the last few weeks, probably three months, I'd say, um, She's like, I cannot believe how big of a change I've gone through. And I can see what I'm doing now and what I was doing then. And it's like night and day difference. And in the moment, it feels so long. But the reality is it's only three months. It's just a few short weeks. And so it does require us to change some of those habits a little at a time and and look for 
those little changes and also understand that it does take a little more time to see some of the bigger changes because the little changes are adding up for you. And I love that, right? We have women in our in our wellness academy that uh, have never exercised and then they start exercising and moving their bodies and they see a significant change. Or women that struggled restricting, restricting and binging and now they're able to balance their food and they don't lose control with food like they did, you know, and it takes some time to get there. But it's so cool to hear them say like, it didn't take as long as I thought, right? Like maybe it wasn't a 20-day plan or a 30-day plan, but it it still went quickly and I'm so grateful because I would probably be starting another diet by now if it, if it wasn't for that, right? So I just want you to know that you don't have to go the method of quick weight loss. Uh, <coughs> sorry, I'm choking. <coughs> Breathe in some air here. Um, you, There is a way. There is an enjoyable, simple, sustainable way to weight loss. And it doesn't take a lifetime, okay? we're not. I'm not sitting here saying it takes forever. Um, it's going to take longer than a 30-day fix. We have to understand that. But... It's about creating the lifestyle that we want and love. So if you're like, I'm tired, I'm tired of going back on the diets. I'm tired of feeling like I have to rely on a diet to feel safe around food, right? I can't have this. I can't have that because I'll lose control over it. I'm tired of feeling like I have to go back on the diet in order to lose the weight or don't know what to do when I'm done with the diet. We're going to help you with all of that in our Ditch the Diet Challenge and inside our Wellness Academy if you choose to continue with us. Um, so join join the challenge. It's free. It's an opportunity to learn our weight loss without dieting method. We're going to teach it to you. And we want to help you every step of the way. That's what I'm here to do. I want health and wellness to be enjoyable. I don't want it to be painful or miserable. Like I want you to create the life that you want, right? As a woman of wellness, what does that look like? I always love this story. We have a woman in our academy who wants to... Um, uh, water ski in a moo moo when she's like 80. And I'm just like, I love that. I love that. Just, you know, and that takes some, okay, I've got to keep my body in a place where I can do things like that. And it's different than my goals and it's different than your goals. And that's what I love about it. So join us in our challenge. You do not have to do, you do not have to do another diet again, and you can still get the weight loss results that you want. You can feel safe around food. You don't have to go back to dieting methods in order to experience the change and results that you want. Just go to a womanofwellness.com forward slash challenge and you can join us. And thank you again for joining me. I hope you learned some things today. I hope it, we got your brain thinking about things and I'll be back next week with another episode and we're going to be talking about, should I, should I tease? Should I tease it? I'm going to tease it. We're going to be talking about where to start with weight loss when you're overwhelmed. So join me next week. I cannot wait to see you. Okay, my friend, if you love the Woman of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. 
And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.